Megan, I want to thank you for giving me, well, not giving me, but letting me drink out of this 1966 original Batman television show glass. It's a promo cup from the Pepsi Corporation. And it's amazing. I had you check the date with your superior eyesight. And you zeroed in and you said 1966. Copyright 1966, yeah. And I thought, wow, if I drop this thing on the cement outside... This is an original from one of the greatest shows, in my opinion, of all time. Well, you would be dropping a $10 bill True. in that case. True. Its I monetary mean, I guess value is... It's nominal, really. Nominal. Yeah. But I grew up on the show. Even revisiting the show, I think it's one of the best ever. To me, I was like, let me trade you for it. I offered you some great Muppet caper glasses. You were not interested in the Muppets... You were merely interested in what size the glass would be. I enjoy this glass. I mean, I obviously purchased the glass secondhand, I believe, in a thrift store in Hollister, California, for a dollar or less. I like the height of it. I mm-hmm. like the width of it. Mm-hmm. It's one of my go-to glasses. Okay. As we were talking outside, I was informing you, I have few glasses. Yeah. Most of them are from 99 cent only, obviously. Right. So, I mean, this is in the rotation constantly. If you want to trade me for it, it's going to have to be something equivalent size and width isn't that interesting grifters listening at home that she bypasses the brand recognition on this one she doesn't care it's like with with clothing you care about the label with glasses you don't care who made it as long as it's what six inches by whatever (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's more aesthetically pleasing i'd say than you know my glasses that have nothing on it Interesting. My eye was drawn to it on the shelf. You now, know. see, I got to tell you something. Yeah. I was one time at a thrift store in Glendale. I'm listening. And I look, and there's all these original Star Wars t- toys, like the the big ones. Like was, s- someone had given up the ghost with the whole collecting thing? Yeah, or they passed on, whatever happened. Sure. And as I'm grabbing them, I noticed that this older woman has got... One of the ones, I think it was Han Solo or something like that. Yeah. So in my mind, I just start to hate her and like, what does she need that for? She doesn't know what that is. I know what that <laughs> is. Why does she have that? Yeah. And I'm just thinking of the, what if I was behind you in the thrift store? And I picked up this glass I could give less than a shit about. You picked a 50-year-old original Batman glass. Right. And I'm going, I missed it by 10 seconds. <laughs> and I'm going, that, oh. And then, yeah, I mean, what's your recourse? You go on eBay, you put $10 down. They're going to screw you on the shipping because yeah. it's very hard it's to no ship glass. It's no fun to pick, buy it from the guy who already found it as treasure. Right. You want to, okay. You okay. want to find it. So I'm taking your agency away from you by purchasing this glass also. That's right. Wow. Okay. So you poached it in a sense. I did poach it. But, I mean, you said, you were saying outside you have a suggestion of maybe something equivalent that you could trade. I'm not into this Muppet shit because you said the glasses are shorter. Well, yeah. Now that I know size, you're a size queen when it comes to glasses. (laughs) Size does matter when it comes to glasses, (laughs) yes. Now that I know that, I bet I could offer you something from like uh, Pottery Barn or something. No, you couldn't. You got Pottery Barn cups at your house? No, I don't, but I'm just saying like... Sincerely doubt that. If size is all you care about. Now, what what I could offer you is uh, an even bigger glass, which I said was an even thicker mug which you may find too heavy, perhaps, but it's Big Al, the bear from uh, 
whatever that is at Disney World. That, that is it the Country Bears? Yeah. Big Al from the Country Bears? I actually yeah. like the Country Bears a lot. How about that? And so this is, I mean, okay, we might have a little bit of a, uh, what do you call that, bartering. Yeah. We might have a little bit of a bartering situation on I our will, answer. I will tell you, when you pick up that bug, you're picking up a lot of bug. It's not just, oh, this is good, you know, this is enough size for my beverage. You're also... It's a hefty mug. It's hefty. Well, I've been lifting, so yeah, I think... You're, you're looking toned. Yeah. <laughs> This will this will help me on my uh, my goals. Gold glass. Go. All right, perfect store. Great, got that out of the way. We sure did. Uh, we'll keep you posted on what happens with this glass bartering saga. <laughs> we should probably tell them why we're here. Oh yeah, why so, are we here? Well, to do another episode of Grift Horse. Megan. Hey Howard, sorry, I was just drinking some watered-down Powerade. I love it. You've got a nondescript uh, late-model glass there. That ain't no 50-year-old classic like mine. No, this is a 99-cent-only a ridge. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Straight from China to my hand. I'm probably drinking lead right now. Oh boy. You know, I uh, I've never been too worried about drinking out of plastic bottles. Why is that? Just because I think like. However much the plastic contaminants are getting in there, it can't be that much. Right. And you can't live your life in fear. Yeah. And then I saw a news story this past week about, yeah, like, even if you're drinking that stuff, it it might not do a a damn thing to you. Well, we're all going to get cancer anyway. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I got Medi-Cal. Let's dance. Do you? I don't know if I have that. I'll find out. That's another topic. Wait, do you not have health care at all? I don't know. What do you I, mean you don't know? I had it through the Writers Guild, then I think it lapsed. Yeah. Then I get these letters from that Medi-Cal. Yeah. And, and then sometimes it'll go like, you were covered last year. And I'll be like, I was? You should be, I mean, speaking of grip, you should be doing, you should be using that. I, I you should. You can go to the dentist. Oh, wow. You can get your eyes examined. We've already established your eyesight apparently is poor. You can't read 1966 on the side of a promotional Batman cup. Well, I told you is that I'm not going to sit there and squint like you do. I have a magnifying glass, so it never comes to that. Well, magnifying glass, that's... I got $2 more in my pocket, and you got a magnifying glass. What if I gift you a magnifying glass? What, to sweeten the pot for this Batman cup thing? Or just because I think I want to get you a magnifying glass. <laughs> <laughs> I, want to, I want someone else you like Sherlock Holmes what's the year on this thing you don't yeah. have to go out look later when I get it in the light I, I mean I could put it in the drawer of my desk that's where I have which it. I acquired for free yeah that's where I have mine there we go I bet I use it 10 times a day 10 times a day looking at what like I'm gonna start selling my invincible unthinkable CDs I was like what year did we release this thing I can't remember mm-hmm. magnifying glass let's go <laughs> <laughs> wow okay it's my right hand man baby all right and it has a light on it. Really? Boop. Hit the button, the light shines on whatever you're looking at. Was it, you get this at CVS or something? It seems like a CVS drawing. Oh, I got it from your go-to, China. You you went to China to get it? I ordered it from from Bezos. Oh, my boy. My boy, my boy, my boy. Yeah, okay. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. All right. We all have our secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of secrets and stories... 
it looks like we've got some stories right here in Grift Gazette. Hot off the presses, Megan. Uh, ow, 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 ow. It, they're burning. Hot potato. Hey, good thing I have Medi-Cal. <laughs> I can go to the hospital right now. You could drive me to the hospital right now. What would be the reason? I don't know. My back hurts. You're like, I'm too swole from lifting. <laughs> can you get some of the swole to go down? Can you give me some uh, prescription pain medication? <laughs> My joints are aching. <laughs> they can't handle all this muscle I've been adding. <laughs> Well, uh, I want to tell you a story about two guys right here in Los Angeles. That's where I live. This is your town. It's their town as well. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Dodger Town. It's actually, well, our town. It's our town. Yeah. We all add to the fabric of this great town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what they tell, do? I don't know if these guys are in our circle. The, these guys go by the name of Iro and Igbakwi. I don't think I've met them. Hero and Ibakwe. Okay. And I'll tell you what they were doing. They were running a love scam right out of Los Angeles. Wow. Do we know what area of Los Angeles? What neighborhood? Uh, we don't know their hood. We do not. Okay. But we know that they were somewhere shacked up and trying to get elderly women and businesses to give them money. For love? Uh, yeah, for love, you know, basically. <laughs> basically, these were the guys running the whole thing. Okay. So they would have their agents or whatever who posed to be like U.S. Army soldiers or stuff that oh, we got, boys. went over. You know how I feel about stolen valor. There you go. And uh, they're two Nigerian citizens, and they they did it to the tune of $6 million. Excuse me? That's right. Um, the I, pair... Go ahead. I know. I require more details. Please go on. Uh, they had 78 co-conspirators. Conspirators. Conspirators. Co-conspirators. And uh, 14 arrests were made. This is last Thursday. Okay. Uh, they're seeking out dozens of others that they think are back in Nigeria. But basically, they're the brokers of fraudulent bank accounts. So they mm. set up the landing sites for the funds. If you're going to bilk some lady out of money and you say, send it to me because I'm a veteran, these are the fake bank accounts that the money goes to. You know, you never think about people doing this in Los Angeles. You oh yeah, you I mean? think they're back and they're all back in Nigeria. Well, the only scam people are running in Los Angeles is like the acting scam, right? Or uh, right, right, right. The uh, web like series the, scam, yeah, or the con man who comes here to bilk, you know, to bilk uh, wealthy people, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Or like the the Kickstarter scam, you know, the cla- yeah. the, the I want to make a short film about uh. Oh, yes. Social issues. Exactly. And then the next thing you know, the guy's back in Des Moines. That's right. With that 30K. That 30K. Classic See, scam. That goes further in Des Moines. <laughs> goes into Des Moines' economy. We need more here. You know. Well, I guess these are guys to the point, man. If they've got, uh, you know, I guess U.S.-based bank accounts or something, with them being here, I'm sure it, it makes it a lot easier to pull this off. Right, right. More legitimacy. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was... Uh, you know, a lot of times, like we said, uh, whirlwind relationships. A Japanese woman believed she was corresponding with a U.S. Army captain in Syria. Okay. She sent him $200,000. Yeesh. She borrowed it from family and friends. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck has that many family and friends 
to be able to get $200,000. I do not know. I think, I mean, yeah, I think she should be punished for being that popular. Yeah, I mean, it could it could be she's from a very wealthy family too, so it wasn't hard for her to grab. And if so, that's great. There you go. Grift the wealthy people. There you go. Spare the rod, spoil the child. (laughs) This girl has to learn. This isn't like oh, I made too many long distance calls. The bill's two hundred bucks. Right. This is two hundred grand. Right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, I normally don't like the idea of someone grifting a human being and, you know, a pensioner mm-hmm. at that, maybe a mm-hmm. widow or widowy, widow, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I got to say, $200,000 implies you have access to way too much liquidity. Right. And somebody should probably drain you of that. So that's like, but the marks, I mean, what's, what they're thinking, there's big marks out there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who are sitting on this money and they don't know what to do with it might as well go in my pocket they think okay do you think we could do something like this ourselves how would we pull that off well i think the problem with us is that morality clause that you spoke mm. of a few weeks back right and i'm starting to see it pop up in in the art that i consume okay i was watching an old episode of maverick the old <laughs> western again on me tv or this is me you tv okay yeah and uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, I go, these guys are basically card sharps, they would call them. Card sharps, you card say? Card sharps. Which uh, is, what's the difference between a card shark and a card sharp? I do not know, and I didn't want to go any further down that wormhole. Okay. But basically what I'm understanding it to be is a guy who would travel around playing card games. Right. And he may or may not be completely on the level. Okay. And so it turns out that the Maverick series is centered around these card sharps. <laughs> is ca- card, sh- card sharp is a... Th- are you sure? Are you sure it's sharp? Are you sure you mean to be saying sharp and not shark? I'm positive, yeah. You're positive? I'm positive. 100%. I, I could I, pick up my phone right now and Google card sharps and I'll I would find a, results. I'll bet you a Patreon subscriber. How about that? <sighs> All right, let's do it. Megan. I'm opening the computer. I'm Googling I'm, You're card. being as foolhardy as that Japanese woman right sharps. now. Sharps. Card sharps. The card sharps is a painting by the Italian Baroque artist Michelangelo. Scroll down, my oh, good woman. A card sharp is a person who uses skill and or deception to win at poker or other card games. No shit. There you go. Huh. All and right. I will choose our healthiest <laughs> subscriber. God damn it. <laughs> Speaking of, we should probably what we do the thing. We should probably give shout outs to our two new subscribers. Oh, that's right. This week, we're so excited to welcome to the Grift Horse family, Kaylee Evans. Kaylee Evans. Kaylee Evans. Kaylee Evans. Thank I like you. That. I like Kaylee. That sounds vegan, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does sound healthy. And Sam. And just straight up Sam. No last name given. Yeah. All right. Sam, I love you. Thanks for coming through. Big hugs. Um, how about this? I bummed a lot of cigarettes from you, as we know. You yes. keep your subscriber. and uh, You will continue to bum cigarettes from me until we both die. No, nah, I'll, I'll buy you a pack. All right. I don't, well. What do they go for now? Well, you know... Uh, your best bet would be going to the 7-Eleven. Some 7-Elevens do it, others don't. But they usually have a, if you buy two packs, it's cheaper. Okay. And you're walking out there about eight bucks each. Okay. All right. So if, you, if, you're, if, you, if you're on cigarettes, that's the move. If you're not, stay off of them. Breathe free. 
But uh, anyway, let me wrap up that Maverick thing. Right. It turns out their conscience always trumps always trumped their wallets since both Mavericks, there was two of them, were intrinsically ethical. What you made a note of this? Are you looking at your phone? Are you what? What is this? Yeah, I looked it up. Okay. That's how I knew Card Sharps. I was going to win that bet because this is like a fresh. This is freshly researched stuff. Freshly researched stuff about a television program that was on the air. 60 years ago yeah okay i was because i've always been in a fog about all those old westerns right so i just thought let's get let's knock it out today let's see yeah right so i started going okay where is this one what's going on with this one who what's gun smoke where are they going what the hell's going on there Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so now i know all of that great you want to know who what western took place closest to your beloved hollister i would love to hear that it was probably Wait, where are you closer to Stockton or Lake Tahoe? Stockton. Stockton is Big Valley. Okay. Big go. Valley is the name of the show. Yeah, Lee Majors, a six million dollar man. Right. Linda Evans from Dynasty. Really? Yeah. We're on a show called Big Valley set in Stockton. Set in Stockton. Set in Stockton. Yeah. I'm assuming they didn't film it in Stockton. Probably not. They're probably in like uh, CBS Radford. <laughs> <laughs> No shit. All right. See, well, interesting stuff. I mean, I yeah. I tell you what, you're bringing facts over here every Tuesday, sometimes Wednesday. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm just laying down, waiting for them to happen the rest of the days of the week. Yeah. So I, that to me is great because the Maverick brothers mm-hmm. were poker players from Texas. You and I are grifters from both coasts. That's true. And we've come together in a sort of 2019 version of Maverick. Um, we're on. <clears throat> we're we're going from episode to episode dealing with okay. these moral dilemmas. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Now I understand. Okay. I mean, we have been around the country plying our wares. There too, you go. On in the a way, move. that's another part of it. I think I've grifted in almost every state well, of the really? union. That'd yeah. That'd be cool to get a uh, Master Megan Grift Horse map. <laughs> With my 2007 Ford Focus on it, just yeah, yeah. going from place to place. Drive it around. Mm-hmm. Follow Rest- Megan as she becomes the woman we know today. Well, I mean, I, I think I told you, did I tell you about the time I went to New York and back just as like a grifting expedition, essentially? Well, just to explore what was out there? Well, I mean, there was, there were, I had business in New York. Well, I didn't personally have business. In, it's a long story. I went with my ex-husband. But... Okay. She followed her love. <laughs> well, I mean, we did. We actually argued a lot. I considered leaving him in New York, and in retrospect, I should have. But was that where you? Was that the starting point or the finishing point? Uh, no, well, no, New York and back. We okay. went from Los Angeles to New York and back. Okay, did two bet. different routes and just grifted the whole time. Wow! To like make it sort of a you know money making opportunity. Uh, I and the listeners are shocked right now. We never knew that you Bonnie and Clyded it with this grifting thing. I mm-hmm. always pictured you soul by yourself uh yeah i mean usually i was a lone wolf during the period in which i was married i mean i infected him with the sickness too so he would do it too wow but um yeah uh, did i ever talk about the time like we stopped we spent two days in chicago because there were a lot of borders and barnes and nobles there and at barnes and noble alone we cleared a thousand dollars in two days but then as we're driving back across the country, because the thing about getting the Barnes & Noble credit is you could also you could use it in the cafe. So we would eat food there and right. get beverages and whatnot, you know, cafe. Right. And we went to one a few states over, and the card got declined. 
And then we keep we start calling the number on the back of all the cards. All of the cards have been canceled. Ooh. So fuck. You know, they found out the grift. They canceled all the credit. Is it because they're watching the line of, oh, they showed up at this store, they're eating. They showed up at this store, they're eating. They showed up at this store. I don't know. I don't know how they knew that it was all fraudulent, but they did. But then that meant for the rest of the trip coming back to Los Angeles, we're wondering, you know, is there going to be police at the apartment? Right, yeah. Is this the end? And it wasn't. Wow. And so... I mean, it takes a while to get back across the country, or yeah. at least from Chicago, or a couple of days. Yeah, you're really sweating that out. Yeah, like yeah, it was pretty. Ray Liotta and Goodfellas. Tensions were at a all time high, but well, I learned nothing because nothing happened. There was, there's no consequences with this grifting stuff. Nope, absolutely not. Uh, but don't tell, don't tell them we told you that if you get in trouble. <laughs> Speaking of ancient grifts, though. Yes. We did get a, we got a submission last night from our Patreon uh, member, Lance Banks. Lance Banks, shout out to Lance Banks. He's given me so many great things to watch, and I'm so glad that you're listening to Griff Horse. <laughs> and uh, why don't we make his letter the topic of this week's Grift, Grift Mill. Mill. Lance writes, classic grift, quote, the 1970s silo television jingle, silo is having a sale, was so pervasive and somewhat add annoying that many Philadelphians today can still hum the jingle and would not believe that it has not aired in 40 years. In a later example, typical silo's hard-hitting price promotions, a 1986 advertisement offered a stereo system for, quote, 299 bananas, end quote. Customers in Seattle and El Paso took this offer literally and came to the stores with real bananas. Silo honored its offer, Trading 32 stereos in Seattle and three in El Paso for bananas. The stores lost $10,465 on these transactions. Wow. That fucking rips. But that made me start thinking about... Yes. Fantastic return policies. All right? Okay. So, I mean, this is an instance in which the store honored something that seemed like, you know, basically, they knew they fucked up, but they were, good, you know, they were decent about it. A place right. that... They, they had to honor the screw up. An honorable store. Yeah. Nordstrom, one of the best stores when it comes to return policies. They'll take pretty much anything back sold at any time. For example, my grandmother once gave me a pair of boots that she had purchased there and never worn because uh, the bottom of them started like peeling off, kind of. This, I don't know, she probably bought it at 10 years ago at Nordstrom. I take them back to Nordstrom. They refund it. Whoa. Pretty nice, right? How did, did with no receipt? No. How did they know what to refund you? Um, I think they kind of just like guessed, basically, because okay. it was no longer in the system. Wow. But there was the price tag on it. Oh, okay. I think they just sort of like took some off of that. Knocked you know what I mean? a little off, yeah. But the, this is a story about Nordstrom's kick-ass return policy. This is an article uh, on, I believe, the Chicago Star Tribune that opened so many pop-ups, my computer almost died. That says, part of the reason that Nordstrom is legendary for its customer service stems back to the tire story. What is the tire story? Many years ago, a customer rolled a pair of tires into a Nordstrom store and asked for his money back. Nordstrom has never sold tires, and the guy did not produce any kind of a receipt, but legend has it the guy was given a refund. Truth or urban legend? 
Eric and Blake Nordstrom, co-presidents of the Nordstrom retail stores, both say it is a true story. In town for today's opening, the Nordstrom in Ridgedale, Blake Nordstrom said that return recurred in the mid-1970s in one of the Fairbank, Alaska stores. I like to speed with what you're reading, and it's just like, it's like Barbara Stanwyck, just a dialogue, just whipping off. Here we go. What makes the story less far-fetched is that Nordstrom had purchased three stores in Alaska from Northern Commercial Company, which did sell tires. Quote, we turned the auto store into a men's store, so when the customer rolled the tires into the store, he had a reason to believe he had gotten the tires there. Ah. Nordstrom isn't sure how many tires were returned to the amount of the refund, but he com- commended the salesperson who accepted the tires and gave the customer a refund. Quote, he used great judgment, Nordstrom said. He treated the customer like he would like to be treated. Wow. All right, well, can I pose you this question? I would love to hear it. There was a blockbuster video in my neighborhood for many years. Sure. And now it is a Chase Bank. Yeah. Could I go there? <laughs> Could I return some tapes? <laughs> <laughs> I think if you returned those tapes at this point, uh, that would be a really touching, honorable thing to do. What if I returned them and Chase said, hey, they're late. You owe us $75. <laughs> that actually sounds like the kind of shit Chase would pull. Yeah. <laughs> well, so the middle of that one, I guess, is... Find a place that's really looking to satisfy their customers and Find become a, one of them. Find a kind-hearted retailer. I mean, the fact, the thing was, I didn't feel that bad about returning the grandmother's boots because they really were fucked up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's an instance in which they sold a defective product. True. We just happened to care about its defect 10 years down the line. There you go. And this is such a respectable corporation, I guess, that they were willing to honor their fuck up and give me a refund. I love the idea of transgenerational returns. Yeah. My great-grandfather bought this. It didn't work. It's been sitting in our shed for 80 years. <laughs> Let's go make good on it. Let's go, Sears Roebuck. <laughs> so, I mean, hey, hey, grifters. I mean, I sincerely doubt you have anything from Nordstrom sitting in your closet because you're probably as poor as we are. But if you do, why not take it back? Why not? You get to hear some piano while you do. There we go. And some of them, the piano plays itself. There's no guy there? Some of, them, some of them. Oh, wow. I never saw one of those. Isn't that nice? Is that AI? Is that where it's taking us? I think that's where we are, yeah. Nordstrom's laying off people. They're taking our piano playing jobs. Well, what an exciting topic for Griff Mill. <laughs> <laughs> you were riveted. That's a great one. Thank you to the Chicago Star Tribune for publishing this article in... 2015 there you go and thank you lance banks for that bananas topic (laughs) this shit is well bananas it's bananas literally well let's move on now to grift and giggles that felt inorganic sorry you want to take it again i don't i think that's i think that was my fault okay we should keep all this in though Okay, let's do that. All right. In three, two, two one. one. Let's move on to Griffs and, and giggles. giggles. There we go. Felt better. That felt better. I liked it too. Yeah. We landed in a nice spot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Guess what, Megan? Hey, what? My email address won a contest. I doubt that. 
What do you mean you doubt that? Are you saying there's unscrupulous people out there who might try to fool me about something like that? I mean, it breaks my heart to think of somebody trying to deceive you, but maybe. Well, I will tell you what's going on. I keep receiving these messages. This one's from last Friday. Yeah. Your email address is the winner of our annual competition. Your prize money is $1,248. Mm, seems plausible. Follow the instructions on the website to get blah, 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 blah. Then the rest is just website. Yeah. Uh, if you were in desperate need, maybe you have a meth problem, you're in desperate need of $1,000. You get this message, you click on the link, and the next thing you know, you signed over Grandma's house. Something happened. <laughs> they, they, they want you for something. But what we were talking about before that I, the thing that always irked me about these scams is that they're always like, you know, I'm Melania Trump. Here's a million dollars. Yeah. That's beyond the realm of possibility. One thousand two hundred kind of seems plausible. OK, so I celebrate this grifter okay. for, you know, kind of making it seem achievable. OK. Aspirational. Almost like the reality show movement. Like, hey, it's real. Yes. The real world. It's real, but it's also scripted because he's the one dictating that it's not real so or something. low stakes is good. You're going to suck in the regular Joe. Yeah, yeah. Well, the very next day, it turns out I won a IMAX X-Max, iPhone X-Max. I don't even know what that is, Howard. I guess it's some kind of new iPhone. And if I clicked on this link, it takes me to Amazon, probably gives me my phone. I should, damn, I should have clicked on it. The very next day, Sunday, yeah. I won that email address, a competition again, for 1248 Yeah. I blew that off, too, like a dunce. The next day, I won it again. They're really insisting. The yeah, they're like, trying to, I mean, they're uh, trying to give you this fucking money, Howard. What's your major malfunction, man? Yes, and today, this very day, I won the iPhone X again. Huh. I'm not winning shit. I'm getting letters in the mail that people are using my social security number to gain employment at a berry farm in Oxnard. Oh, that's specific. I mean, that's not a phishing scam. That's they got something specific. Well, this isn't the first time this has happened. I think somehow my social security number is on like some kind of list. It's always people using it to gain employment at berry farms specifically. Last one was in Aptos, maybe, or no, Aromas. I think it was in Aromas. How are you in a pool of criminals so small that that never goes outside the berry world? I don't know. I mean, insane. God love them, but you would think someone might have copied that off, like wrote that down when you were at a restaurant or something. Right, it's so local, and it's like. But it's also uh, why? How does this even slip through any cracks? The government knows my address is in Los Angeles. To commute to a berry farm in Aromas, I would be commuting, well, how, 16 how, hours a day. Is Aromas right there by Hollister? It is right by Hollister, yeah. So it could be just like, make it look like you live around here. Grab somebody's address and they just grabbed yours or something. I don't know. How but are anyway, the berries? I, I, what's that? How are the berries? Can you bring me any? <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't let us take any. Off the off the lot. Mm. I don't know. I, brought, I guess I brought that up because yeah, I mean, even the grifter can be grifted. Of course, that's without like, my consent. 
Yeah. This isn't the first time this has happened. Someone used... Actually, the most uh, productive way someone's ever used my identity is someone used my social security number to get social security benefits, like disability benefits. And they were actually getting more from the government every week than I make just being me. Like, I wish I were that person. And both claims are being paid simultaneously? Yeah. They were getting paid... They were, like, getting $400 a week. Wow. I don't make that. Well, it's because you're lazy. Well, yeah, I got to pull myself up by the bootstraps. <laughs> that's true. I'm not flipping enough shit on eBay. Well, you're not bringing out good enough shit for me to flip on eBay. I haven't sold anything you've brought me yet. Well, you know, I work on encouragement. You just kind of slap it all down, call it garbage. Then we find out it's very valuable. Okay. So how do, when, when does the value happen? Well, I got it all listed. It's sitting there. Well, it's the wrestling thing, but we, um, I don't want Well, now you... See, I had forgotten all about that, ah! and then you had to fucking bring it up again. Sorry, I'll edit it out. <laughs> um, well, no, you can't edit out. Now I'm mad. Well, let me ask you this. Cause what? Part of it is don't get mad, get even. Sure. How can you take these people, these bury people? Right. How can you flip it on them? You say, hey, listen, I'm on to your scam. I want 10% of your paycheck every week or this operation is getting shut down. I could theoretically do that. But just like drive to Aromas, just start wandering the field. Oh, you can't contact like, them? Well, no, of course not. Okay. No. Well, because they're pretending to be me. How would I know who they are? Um, you look for a swole chick. <laughs> He's got a Batman glass. A small chick with a Batman glass. Yeah, just like drinking out of the Batman glass while picking. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Being like, oh, what? This whole thing? (laughs) Just a a glass. a sizable glass. I mean, it is a pretty hefty glass. The The more you're talking up this glass, the the more I'm I'm loving it. That's what I want to do. I want to ignite your passion so that you have the same conflicts as I do. Sell it. Oh, it's too cool. It's too (laughs) damn cool. Yeah, I don't know exactly how to exploit those Barry people, but I'm going right. to think about it. I mean, I'm not going to. They're just, they're trying to, just trying to live their lives. I'm not really mad. I'm just inconvenienced. Yeah, it's kind of like know? my Hulu people that they, I canceled my Hulu for now, but the people, you know, in Jakarta, they're using my login. Just let them use it. Right. Let him watch his, uh, whatever he's watching. He's probably watching. Rami. What's that? Something on Hulu. Oh. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Romeo, Romeo and Michelle's high school Michelle's reunion. Michelle's a show on Hulu, yeah. Well, Megan, are you starting to wonder what in the hell these phone companies are going to do about all this grifting going on? You know, and I have been. Major phone companies have pledged to do more. There's your answer. Okay. <laughs> all, what, the, the four of them that we have left? Are uh, you all going to get together and... According to this article, there's 12 still left. 12 phone companies? 12 major phone companies. That doesn't... No. Okay. Well, go on. Um, and they... Cricket's getting... Cricket's going to stop this? I guess Cricket. Cricket's Visible. on it? Metro PCS is on it? Visible, Metro PCS. I don't know. Maybe... Straight talk? I mean, well, there's I think AT&T that's spread... One. Verizon. Verizon. T-Mobe. T-Mobes. Uh, Cricket. Cricket. Metro PCS. Yeah, it's hard to think of six. Straight Talk. Okay. Uh, oh, what's the one? What's the one I where you get Straight a, the, Talk was a dating line. No? The Jitterbug. What's the Jitterbug one? Oh, Jitterbug. Yeah. Whatever that one is. Okay. Consumer Cellular. Okay, so there's there may be when you really get down to it. Right. 
But I'll tell you this, they're combining, well, there's a combined 5 billion calls per month from scammers. Are there that many people in America? How many people are in America? There's 300 million plus. So there's more calls than people. Sounds like it. Yeah, because I'm getting, I mean, if I'm getting three or four a day, everybody else is too. Scammers, telemarketers, debt collectors. Well, what are they going to do to fix this? I'm not hearing anything specific. (laughs) You've just heard a pledge. They're just pledging to do something about this. They're going to block calls. Okay. Um, They're going to try to make it so that it's just a lot more quick to identify where the calls are coming from so that they could get turned in. Mm-hmm. They're pledging to do more. Well, we'll see. There's no timeline on their pledge, so Great. I don't expect a lot. Right. Why do you think you get it? Because I, I actually don't really get many of these calls. I think it's because of my penchant for, you know, watching things on like Russian feeds and stuff I'm not supposed to be like. Uh, well, how do they get your how would they get your phone number through that though? I'm just thinking the phone is synced up with the computer. I don't know how they do anything. But huh. I'm infected, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> huh, something to think about. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, we hope that these companies will get on top of this because they're the only thing protecting us from these non-moral scammers. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, right. The four telecommunication companies that are left that are just going to milk us. Yeah. Until, <sighs> Whatever money the scammers don't get, these guys will be there to get it. I can't believe you're giving AT&T $120 a month. That is fuck. Or was it 130 139 139 Yeah. That's fucked. How? You know, you sign up for something, it's a promotional rate, then it gets bounced up. Sure, that's happened to me. But it only went up to like 70. You're talking to a guy who, I mean, there's been times where I needed money and didn't have any. Yeah. And then like a month later, I would just look under a pile of papers and see a green envelope from the Writers Guild with like a residual check in it. How How are you here? I've been, I'm how, not, how, how are you live? How are you living? No, it's like, I'm real careful about everything. I save all kinds of weird shit. Yeah. And then just sometimes there'll be a, 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 a gap where I go, yeah, how do I not have that? How do I not have the one thing I need? So I've been chucking stuff and getting out of my own way. And you've been helping. Thank you, Megan. <laughs> no problem. Absolutely no skin off my ass at all. Now, see, I'm more apt to look at something like this for its financial merits and go, yeah, I don't need that. Or if I really need it that bad, there's 20 of them on eBay, I'll get it. Right, right, right. So thank you. Sometimes, I mean, the looking is really the only act that your mind wants. It's very yeah. true. That's very true. The, lo- the looking, the finding. Yeah. Because we're hunter-gatherers. It's built into our DNA. There you go. And out in the wild, there was not infinite choice. You would have to look for a while before you found like honey or something good to eat. Mm-hmm. Because of the internet, it's infinite variety. So it's playing on your old animal DNA of wanting to look, 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 look. But because there's infinite variety, it just keeps you, you know, it's like a slot machine. Right. When there's so much stimulus, nothing means anything anymore. Yeah. 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 There it is. So don't give in. There you go. So watch more nature docs. (laughs) (laughs) I got to start, you know, smoking pot. I guess. You thinking you got to be on pot to enjoy the actual 
other creatures on Earth. Yeah, well, pretty much. You would. I mean, I have to be on pot to like go outside in hmm. nature. I'm gonna get you back into the beach. We'll get you having a summer and everything. <laughs> well, there's you know. You've mastered. What only like a week left of summer? How much summer's left? One oh, summer. Oh my in? god. Um. You're the guy that would summer, know. Government summer because of the the way they step on it with school and all their shit. It's it's pretty much over. Yeah, right after Labor Day. Okay. But calendar summer goes until September 21st. Okay. So that's another three weeks. All right. Okay. Because we're here in Southern California and because of climate change, <laughs> summer really goes up until almost past, almost to Thanksgiving, really. Really? As far as like it's still hot out, I right. could technically go to the beach. Okay. There you go. Good to know. But if you're looking to be in sync with the rest of the world, like everybody's having a summer. Mm-hmm. That's over after Labor Day. Government summer, he yeah. says. You step on it. <laughs> you gotta have a summer. Did you go to did you work did you go to school year round? No. You had a no, summer. no, yeah, I had a yeah. summer. Like, yeah. We're gonna hold on to that for you. We're gonna fan that flame. And okay. you're gonna get passionate about the beach. Great. And all the God. creatures. God damn it. We're no. gonna do Griff Tours. Beach Club well, MTV Griff Tours. At the Venice Beach, uh, freak show or whatever nah after that we'll go down to manhattan where it's more more you know calm chiller chill okay. beach all right great thank you so much for pledging to that on tape thank you Megan. <laughs> god wait no is this legally binding it's binding fuck uh did we have any other letters or business to wrap up right here in grift horse prime we do have well we have a letter that we're going to answer on kiss my griffs because okay. it's actually something that would save a great deal of people money Ooh, excellent! Uh, and uh you know if you want to save a great deal of money yeah then you're gonna have to pay for the patreon and if I'll that makes you, any sense uh laugh learn and earn we have had listeners already tell us they're saving big money they're implementing these uh procedures so <laughs> big Griff, money no whammies griffs. no whammies there we go kiss my griffs kiss our griffs <laughs> Uh, I've had a lot of fun just on this ride so far. This is our ninth episode. I know. I can't believe it. We're fully interactive. We're making improvements every week. And Megan is going to walk me through some exciting stuff a little bit later on. i got to send something back to Amazon. It's music to my ears, really. Yeah. You're speaking my language, English. You know, she's been shaming me into the fact I'm going to have to keep sending this stuff back every month. Sure. Well, I bought the wrong thing. So it's a perfect storm for me now to get my education. So we'll keep you posted on what happens there. Also, I mean, don't mislead the people. It's not every month. You get about a 90-day window for most stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea about that. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes it so much more understandable. Thank you. Yeah. I'm not irrational. I'm not insane. Okay, jeez. So that's just so that, ease, ease me into. I would. I only got to return stuff like four times a year. That's not bad at all. Who's a fuck? Yeah, I don't mind that window. Drive to the UPS store four times a year in exchange for hundreds of dollars worth of products used for free. Yeah, I can do that. Because your time is worthless. Because my time is worthless. Let us know what Griff Tours shirts you'd like to see <laughs> in the near future. Of course, we'll put out a Griff Tours. <laughs> But we've also got My Time is Worthless. Uh-huh. We've got... Uh, saddle Up Swindlers. Saddle Up Swindlers. 
Howard's just, he's shirt crazy. What? He can't wait to get these shirts in production. I love the shirt. So, to me, it's not really a grift at all. But to me, it's just, I love that technology has made it easy to do. Right. Yeah. And really, I mean, be honest. Did you get onto this podcast just for the shirt opportunities? You can be honest with me. Just solely for the shirts? Solely for the shirt opportunities. No, no. I would say it's a part of the game, though. It's about like 25% of it, maybe. Well, I mean, shirts is great, Megan. I mean, I remember back in the days where you had to, like, make 500 of them and drag them around to your different stops on the road. Sure, sure. Now they're wearing the shirt before you even get there because they bought it online. (laughs) Wow. There's times where I didn't even know the shirt came in that color. I'm like, holy, whoa, whoa, look at that. And I'm in the middle of Houston talking to someone I never met before. And here I am just thinking the internet is a cancer. You're saying it's actually good. It's good. When it comes to shirts, at least. But I think you know that. Great. Well, if you got, if anyone has any questions, comments, concerns, let us know how everything's tasting. Send us an email, grifthorsepod at gmail.com. We'll see you right here next week. On Grift Grift Horse. Horse.